What's up, everybody? You're listening to the Marketing for the Uninhibited podcast. If you're ready to unleash your marketing potential and crush your small business goals, you're in the right place. I'm your host, Miranda Rodriguez. Over the past four and a half years, I've helped hundreds of small business owners achieve big dreams with small strategic marketing steps. When I say big dreams, I'm talking quitting that part-time job, five times in your income, or opening your first brick and mortar. On this podcast, I'll teach you how to market your business with laugh out loud personal stories, real life client examples and the occasional f-bomb because let's be honest marketing your small business is so much more than just a marketing problem grab your earbuds and let me show you how marketing your business can be simple doable and fun What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Marketing for the Uninhibited podcast. You're listening to episode number 158. Oh my gosh, I feel like it has been so long since I've had the opportunity to talk to you all. Um, We had some great guest episodes and we went straight into that five-part marketing series, which it seems like you all enjoyed quite a bit. And then I took a week off um, and, and now we're here. So I took a week off from the podcast recently because we were in the final week of back den reconstruction because of our house fire in month number seven, um, the final week before our final inspection with our city. So it was, it felt like an all out sprint getting to to Friday. So the final inspection was on Friday. I'm recording this now as we're preparing to go out of town. So today I have to work this morning and then I will have the rest of the afternoon off, Marshall's off, and we are getting ready to go up to Lake Geneva for a week. So um, by the time you listen to this, we'll be on our way back and hopefully we'll be relaxed and rested and ready to get back into all things. I mean, it's it is wild to think how quickly the summer flew by. And I know it does every year. And maybe with kids, it just feels like it goes even faster each summer, um, you know, because each summer they've like grown so much. And before you know it, you're like back to school shopping and oh my gosh, none of these clothes fit, <laughs> you know, like who needs, who needs sides five and six girls clothes because we have all of them. Um, so yeah, it's just been, it's, it's been a good summer. I feel like not the summer Marshall and I had anticipated, you know, we were really hoping to have the summer off from home projects and construction and, um, having to deal with insurance claims. And I really wanted to at least have August off from that, but (laughs) you know, now it's looking like maybe September, you know, at this point, I think I just need to stop putting a timeline on it. So, um, we are in the process of wrapping all these things up. How has your summer been? How are you doing? I know that I'm not the only one who has a lot of life happening. Um, And it just seems like every time we're like, okay, yeah, yeah. When we get a break or when things slow down and then they just, they don't. Um, And I feel like that's something people, uh, older and wiser people tell you all the time, you know, you cannot wait until things slow down. And i we hear it a lot in terms of family planning, right? Like there will never be a perfect time to, to plan your family. So if you want to do it, then do it now. Um, and another example of this, uh, I think, I think I've talked about it here, but most of you know that a few months after our, our house fire, um, rebel was involved in a car accident. She's okay. We're okay. Um, and has taken 
quite some time to process the events of that day and work through those things. And then actually, (laughs) when I was in my therapy appointment, um, the Monday after the weekend that that happened, my, I, I could see from my office window, like all of these, you know, when you hear a fire truck or you see a fire truck and then like on your street and it drives by and the sirens get softer. Um, well, I could see all of them like, and they weren't moving and I'm like, oh my gosh, what's happening? So I'm on the, I'm on zoom with my therapist. I'm like, Dr. Leslie, hold on. And so I like run outside and I run down the stairs and my, my front, my stairs, um, lead into my front door in the front, well, obviously in the front of the house. So I I open the door Sorry, I just had to, um, Rebel's still sleeping right now. It's very early when I'm recording this. I have my coffee and my robe, so I thought I heard her for one moment. So um, anyway, I swung open the door and my neighbor's entire two-car garage was up in flames. And I am not exaggerating when I say that like the entire thing was up in flames, like flames from a movie. And he was in my front yard calling, you know, his wife and on the phone with 911. And so I like yell up the stairs like, Dr. Leslie, I'm going to have to call you back, you know? And so anyway, I'll spare you the, the details of that day because it, it wasn't fun. Um, they did get the dog out and everybody is okay, but he and his wife had recently retired. Um, I actually think she was maybe still working part-time, but like, you know, she, they're most, they're mostly retired. They have grandkids that live about 30 minutes away. Um, and when our fire happened and one day he saw me get out of my car and I was just like, totally just wiped. Like we had our contractor here that day, the electrician here that day. Um, I think we had the plumbers here that day. There was like every possible (laughs) white male, uh, in the construction industry in my house. And, you know, it just, it takes a lot of energy to, um, I feel like it takes a lot of masculine, masculine energy in those situations to like really assert yourself when you're the only woman in the room. And obviously I don't, construction is not what I do. So I'm not well-versed on these topics. I'm not necessarily confident in my ability to like assess the situation. Is this a fair price? Are we, you know, so, um, I was, I was exhausted that day and he saw me get out of my car um, after I'd gone to get lunch and he was like, Hey, just, just come over here. Let me show you something. And so his house is also as old as ours. And he walked me inside through the garage into his, um, they had added on a mud room, which was beautiful. And it had these really beautiful like cubbies for all the stuff. And each grandkid had a a place for their stuff when they came home. And then it like opened up into the most beautifully decorated and done, um, kitchen renovation. And they, I know last summer they were working on, um, custom bookshelves for like their living room. And that was their final project. Like they had done their kitchen, they had done the bathrooms, they did the mud room. Um, they, they had like, you know, restained the pergola. Like, so they were done for a while in that house. And then it was not, but uh, one or two months later that I was in the Zoom call with my therapist and their garage was totally on fire. Um, and then what happened was, because like all of us, we all have chemicals in the garage, whether it's gas cans or charcoal or yard lawn chemicals, um, those things exploded. And then because they had you know a chemical explosion in the garage, I probably should have put a trigger warning on this. Um, because it, it is sensitive topics. My problem is I'm going to bring this back around into a lesson for you. Uh, 
they they are now displaced from their home for at least the next year. And I have watched the crews over there go through the same process that they went through here, but on a much larger scale. So our fire was pretty well contained to our home. Um, their fire, because of the chemicals and the smoke, um, and there was a vehicle in the in the garage as well, it traveled all the way to their upstairs like it was the the smoke the black smoke was just billowing out so anyway their house um their beautifully beautifully renovated house that they just wanted to retire and relax in has now is now back to a full gut they need all new hardwood floors they need um a, a full kitchen gut and renovation um so they're back to square one in that home they will need new siding and paint on the outside they have no garage as of now that structure is completely gone um it has been completely dismantled and so i was talking with one of the neighbors recently and i was asking you know how are they doing and she said that they are in so she had spoken with the wife and um, obviously, this is like, you know, secondhand, like hearsay. Uh, but anyway, the point is that the wife had conveyed that it was a really big wake up call for them. Like, why? The first thing she said was, first of all, why did we wait so long to renovate our kitchen to not have the time to enjoy it? Because now it's gone. And then she said um, they were able to buy a small lake house with their family um, out by where the family, their grandkids live. And so, you know, they're in probably, a, they're like renting a home for the next year or however long it takes until they get, can come back to their home. And they're closer to their grandkids now than they've ever been before. They have a family vacation, like, you know, vacations about Lake House that they can get away to. And what she kept telling the neighbor, um, the wife from across the street kept telling my, my next door neighbor was, why did we wait so long? Why did we wait so long and put these things off that would help us enjoy or like things we wanted to do, things we wanted to enjoy? And everyone, um, you know, we've had several, several just this year near-death experiences. And in my lifetime, I have had <clears throat> more than the average person. Um, you know, I, I don't know if some of you know, but I, I have been on a plane that caught on fire on the tarmac. We were we were taking off. The nose of the plane was in the air. The right engine exploded. Thank God the uh, the pilot realized something was wrong. Immediately threw the gears into reverse, so we did not take off and we stayed on the tarmac. Um, and that was a whole situation. And you can actually like look it up on YouTube and you can see videos from inside the cabin that day. Um, so that. You know, and there are several more that I'm not going to go into detail here, but <laughs> I'll save those for my therapist, Dr. Leslie. <laughs> or if you ever want to go have some tequila, we can talk about it there. But um, for the point of this podcast, the point is, why why do we put things off like that? Why do we wait? And when it comes to investing in our businesses or growing our businesses and building our businesses, we think like, okay, that I'll just wait. I'll wait till the conditions feel better to me. I, I'll wait until I feel more comfortable with that, this idea. I'll wait until I actually have all of that money that I need to invest like in cash upfront, right? We, we tell ourselves these ideas. We tell ourselves that. And sometimes I think we, we approach this from this place of like, you're not worthy of this 
of investing in a business coach until you can prove that you can pay for it, right? And you hold yourself to these invisible and impossible standards for no reason other than because you think that's what you deserve. So there's a really wonderful quote from the, I think it's the the art of being a wallflower. Um, and in that movie, they say, we accept the love we think we deserve. And one of my friends and I, we've always said that to each other, like over the years, you know, as we are not, you know, especially when we were younger in our twenties and navigating dating and relationships and breakups. And we just always would remind each other, like if, if you're unhappy with this relationship, or if you're unhappy with the way he's treating you, remember you accept the love you think you deserve. And it's just such a good reminder. And so today I just want to remind you that this goes for all things in life, right? You accept the level of success you think you deserve. So if you are feeling trapped in a level of success, then you accept the level of help you think you deserve. I see this a lot. And I know I'm guilty of this too, of not asking for help, of putting too much on my plate, of saying, not saying no enough, right? Feeling like I need to constantly do more, be more, be better, like not enough, right? This idea that it that I'm not enough, that this is not enough. Um, and so today I just want to ask you two questions. Number one, what's the level of love, success, growth, money, insert, you know, word there that you deserve. What is that level? And if you're having a hard time thinking about that in relation to yourself, I want you to reframe that to your best friend or your child, because I can tell you right now, most of you would say like, oh, they deserve the world, right? They deserve the world. They deserve the best. They deserve the most. But when it comes to you, you're like, I'll just take this little piece right here and it'll be good. (laughs) No. And this is that this was is what keeps us playing small, right? Um, oh my gosh. And then what was my second point? I totally, I totally got off track here um because Rebel did wake up. And so number one, asking yourself, like, what is the amount of love? Oh, that you think you deserve. And then number two, what are you waiting for? And is that a reality? So we talk a lot about fact checking yourself here, you know, like um, comparing your your thoughts like are your thoughts reinforced by the data like are you really having a bad month or are you just feeling down today and so you know you just think you are right what are what are the numbers saying and i know time and time again that the numbers continue to surprise my clients and i have to remind them to not beat themselves up so hard um and so then i'll just ask you you know like what are you waiting for are you waiting for the conditions to be perfect is that realistic will the conditions to invest in your business ever be perfect Um, are you waiting to make the money in cash? Like how long is it going to take for you to make some, some of these investments that you want to make in, in cash dollars, right? Are you willing to take that next level? So I recently worked, I think I told you with, um, I had a strategy session with a business coach and in that session, she reminded me that no one is going to come and give me my next level. No one is going to come give me that level up in my business that I've been looking for, that um, next level of income, that next level of growth, that next level of clientele, right? Um, and I've been talking about this all year because I had clients who graduated in May and I've been working to restructure and I've raised prices. like things. I'm doing things differently in business and 
as you know, as I've been sharing about my personal life, my personal schedule has not let up. And so I have been forced to maintain the schedule, which is essentially working three days a week at maximum, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And if I don't get those three full days, then I'm like piecing it in like I am right now, like a couple hours here, a couple hours there, you know, um, as I can, because that's just the position we're in right now. And so, um, I need that schedule flexibility and I feel like the the universe is forcing me to figure out how to make more money in less time. So I want to again ask you, so if I wait for the perfect conditions to raise my prices, to sell some of these services, to put networking events on the calendar, I will be waiting forever. Like nothing about this past eight months has been ideal or perfect or what I thought it was going to be. Marshall and I thought this was going to be the year we took off. Um, And then like next year, we would talk about planning and you know, family planning and weddings and stuff like that. And look, it's what happened. Like we're in August and we have been busting our asses harder than we ever have in our relationship and our home um, just to make it safe again. Right. And just to rebuild what we lost because of the fire and uh, (laughs) the kitchen stuff and then the car accident. So, you know, so that's what I'm asking. What are you waiting for? What, What if where you're at right now is the best place for you, the best time, the best place? (laughs) What if it's the calmest, right? What if where you're at right now, this is as good as it gets right now. And then you can make it better. Like making more money doesn't solve your problems, but it gives you money to solve problems. It gives you money to throw out the problems. It gives you money to take things off your plate, to hire a housekeeper, to hire an assistant, to hire employees, to outsource your social media management, to hire a podcast production team. Like when you have money to reinvest in your business, then you have money to pull yourself into this CEO level to this next level of of business ownership and management and strategizing. And it takes work to get there and it takes investment to get there. So I know so many of you have worked so incredibly hard and a lot of you are so much better than me at like your Instagram marketing and your reels and you do a wonderful job in so many areas of your life, but you do not have to be the expert in all of it. And that's where investing in a business coach, um, a marketing strategist, someone that's higher level to help you see the whole picture of your business, but not just your business right now, the future of your business helps you to determine where to invest your money next. How best do I want to, how do I grow my business in a way that allows me to do less of what I don't love in this business and more of what I do love? And that's exactly what I help you do. And I, um, so this podcast is like not at all what I had planned to talk about today. Um, and I saw the topic on the, the schedule, like I had my notes jotted down. And so I just decided to, to talk about this because it actually came up in a, um, having a, an email exchange with someone who's interested in hiring me. And she was like, well, I don't have the money for the bigger investment right now, but I, I do want to work with you. So I'm thinking about doing the smaller one. And I really had to articulate like, yeah, you can, you can do the smaller one, but you're not going to see the results that you want to see with the smaller investment. Like that's a one-time two-hour strategy session. It's it's great. And we can cover a lot of ground in that, but the results she's looking for, like to be able to quit your full-time job and go full-time in your business, that takes 
commitment, consistency, accountability. And these are all things we work on developing your backend processes, making sure they're streamlined, making sure they're efficient, like making sure we know what you want to do and what you don't want to do, how you want to grow, how you don't want to grow, what the goals are, what they're certainly not. These are things we do in our three-month coaching container, which is new. I um, I haven't offered a three-month coaching container in like three years. Um, and it's just a nice intro to working with me and seeing if it's a good fit and then seeing if you like the results you're starting to see. And then the six month and then obviously the 12 month is really, really where people start to see some of those big, um, like kind of like the, I don't want to say Hollywood results, but definitely the ones that are promotional worthy, right? Like I quit my full-time job or I opened a brick and mortar or I hit six figures of revenue or I hit multiple six figures of revenue. And these are all things my clients have done in their time working with me. And so I am working to compile these into case studies. So if you're a client and you're listening, um, you probably received a case study. If you are a long-term coaching client, then you probably received a case study email from me. So check your email. Um, I'll be sending reminders out about that because I want to be able to speak to the journey and the process behind some of these bigger results because people are afraid to invest the money. Um, and I get it. It's a big commitment when you think about like, especially if you're you're making your own products, but you need to think outside of that about the the return on the investment. Like what is the return? So thinking about, oh, I have to sell X amount of shirts or pairs of earrings to invest in this is not the right way to think about it. It's if I invest in this, then I will streamline my process and what I'm going to get back out of that investment is is tenfold, right? Um, and sometimes more. And so um, we'll we'll talk more about this in the coming weeks. But today I just wanted to to ask you, what is the love you think you deserve? Because I bet your standards are lower for yourself than your best friend or your kids. And I want you to raise those standards. And then once you've raised those standards, how are you going to achieve that level, right? How are you going to achieve that next level of, of love, success, growth, um, if that's what you're after? And, and then what are you waiting for? Go get it. No one is going to come give it to you. You're not just going to get like a surprise knock on the door. Surprise. Your friend sent you your next level in the mail, like a bouquet of flowers. Like, no, <laughs> you have to go get it. You have to go get it. No one is going to come and raise your prices for you. No one is going to come and tell you that you need to let go of some of these maybe services or offers that are no longer serving you. No one is going to come and tell you that what you've been doing, you know, like, do you want to keep doing what you've been doing and keep getting the results that you've been getting? Are you happy with that? Or is it time to mix it up? Because I'm, I'm in camp. Let's mix it up for the end of the year, right? This is a great time, like going end of summer into fall. It's such a good time with all that like momentum, the back to school. It's like, all right, yeah, let's just do it differently. Just try something new. So if you don't like how things are going in your business, it is up to you to change them. You don't have to accept that level where you are right now. You I'm like, accept it. Like 
internally, like this is where I'm at. I don't want resistance or resentment, right? But if you find those things, resistance and resentment in your business, it is time to evaluate those things and then ask yourself, like, what are you waiting for to change that? What are you waiting for? Like, if you knew your house, you were going to go to work one day and you're going to come home and your house wasn't going to be there, like you wouldn't stay in that. You were going to go to work one day and your house you would not sleep in your house for the next one to two years. What would you do in your house right now? And that's how I want you to think about your business. If someone told you tomorrow that your business would have to close for some reason, looking back on that, what would you wish you would have done sooner, quicker, faster, right? Just because there is no other way. What, where, what is the harm in experimenting? It's all an experiment. We're all learning and growing in this community together. So, all right, that's it for today. Thank you so much for being here. Remember, we accept the love we think we deserve and our time here. I don't want to end it on a downer note, but I just want to say like, what are you waiting for? If you, if you want a a next level in your business of some kind, you have to go get it, go take it right now. You can do it. All right. Thank you so much for being here. I'll be back with you next week. Hey, friends. Thank you so much for listening to another episode. If you loved what you heard today, take a screenshot of this episode and share it with your community on Instagram. Be sure to tag me at Marketing Uninhibited so I can share you with my community. And don't forget that you can achieve your big business dreams with small marketing steps. Talk to you next week.